Hi guys. Hey guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talkie Talkie. Talkie Talkie. Yep, that's what this is called. That is what it's called. Our podcast. We definitely remember how to do this because it's not, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, so in our episode last week. Last week. Um, we talked about, I think, Teen Wolf. Did we talk about I Teen Wolf? I think that's what we talked about last right. week. And then we tried to do an episode about the Disney Zombies yeah. trilogy and that didn't go that very didn't well. That didn't go very well. So you're not going to hear about that. Yes. But that's okay. Um, because today's a very, 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 very special Like incredibly, day. incredibly, incredibly special. One More special than you can probably special comprehend. special days that has ever happened. I think we should go right into Wonka Watch. Okay, Wonka Watch. Should we explain why the day is special or are we going to get into that? We should probably explain why the day is special. I figured that would be sort of connected okay. to Wonka Watch. Okay, great. Um, welcome to Wonka Watch. Welcome to Wonka Watch. Taylor, how many days are there until oh, Wonka? Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, I don't think you have to look it up, do you? Oh my god, I don't. <laughs> there are 365 days until Wonka. Whoa. Do you Isn't guys that know like a year? what that means? I'm pretty sure that's the last time I checked, that was the amount of days that were in a year. That is insane. One like year one until year. Wonka. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and for you, the listener, this is actually true on the day that you're listening to. I, yeah. I mean, assuming you're listening to it on the day it releases, which, which you should of be. Course that's, you are, yeah. Then that's that's tr- that's not just that's true for you. For right once. through the power of podcasting magic. Right. Um, it's true. It's true, you and can't it's real, deny it. and it's huge, and it's important. So December fifteenth, twenty twenty two, is one year away from December fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Right. Which is Wonka Day. Wonka Day. And so, with that being said. Um, today we are doing a special edition episode. Um, right, the whole podcast is kind of Wonka Watch. Yes, today is really. the Wonka Watch one year until Wonka, 12 days of Wonka, 12 special Wonka, Wonka yeah. edition of Talkie Talkie. Right. So, the thing that we are doing today is, as I said, 12 days of Wonka. Right. And many of you might not know at all what that means, um, and you're stupid and wrong if that's true, but I guess we could explain it to you anyway just to be kind probably um so 12 days of wonka is sort of like the 12 days of christmas right because as you might as you might know there are 12 months in a year right so 12 is kind of an important number here right because it's 12 not only is it one year and 365 days until wonka it's also 12 months until wonka correct so 12 today is the number of wonka and it's the number of our celebration yeah 12 days of wonka yeah because of also it's an important number to Christmas because of the 12 days of Christmas. That's true and it's almost Christmas. And it's almost Christmas. So it's all coming together. It's all coming together. So our plan for today is to do what we do best. Right. And that is share with you some lists. <laughs> yeah. Um which don't necessarily have anything to do with Wonka. No, none of mine personally do at all. Yeah, no. Um, um 
But the, they are there are 12 of them, and right. as we just established, right. 12 months until Wonka, and we are now celebrating the 12 days of Wonka. Right, exactly. Um, so that so should be So it's related in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should just get into it. Now, I believe what we're doing here is we're alternating. Yes. So one of us will do, the way we're doing it is, you know, as you might know from the 12 Days of Christmas song, they do 12, is it drummers, drumming? Yeah, 11 pipers, 11 pipers piper, piping, piping, piping. Piping pipers. Pipers piping, 10 lords a-leaping, yes. and so on and so yeah. forth. And so it goes down, the number of things goes down every time. So that's kind but of what we're But it technically also goes up. Because in the, in, the first, in the first part of the song, they do one, one. and then it builds up. That's true. So which way we're are not, we going? We're not doing it. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with either way, yeah, I guess. Which, I kind of was doing? planning on starting with one. Okay, we can do that. Okay. That works for me because that's how the song goes. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. We don't. We're not going to like repeat it every time though, like they do. In the no, song. I, think I think that would be too far. You can imagine bad. that in your head. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we're going to alternate lists, starting with one. One list of one. One two lists of two, partridge in a pear tree. Two turtle doves. Yeah. Except not it's going to be different two, things. It's going to be. Yeah. You'll you'll just get you'll it. You'll figure as it we out. Go. You'll understand. It's not. And that I think it's best that we just get started. Work with us. Yeah. Okay. Um. So on the first day of Wonka, the first day of Wonka, um, Wonka gave to little me. little Timmy gave to me one best Timothy Chalamet movie. Awesome. Um. And so this was a hard list for me to come up with okay. because little Timmy is a great actor, of course, and a funny little guy. Yeah, he elevates everything he touches. Some of the great things in the world. And he's been in a lot of movies that I like. Right. I mean, you haven't seen all of them. I have not seen all of them. You should mention. No, no way. This is subject to change. But you know what? I feel truly confident that this is the number one best Timothy Chalamet movie. Um, And I don't think my opinion will ever change. Awesome. Um, So, in a field that includes New Dune, which is a great movie that I love, Little Women, a great movie that I love, and Lady Bird, which is a great movie that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, One movie rises above all the rest. Okay, I'm trying to think in my mind if I know what it's going to be. It is Wonka. Oh! Um, I haven't seen it yet, obviously, but it is my number one Timothy Chalamet movie. No, I think that's fair. Um, I just love it, and I think it's great. Even though I haven't seen it yet, I couldn't possibly be more excited. Yeah, it's the reason for the season, so... Yeah, so Wonka, that is my number one best Timothy Chalamet movie. Okay, great. My first list of two things. On the second day of Wonka, Little Timmy (laughs) gave to me... um, this is a good segue because this is also about movies. Um, two movies I've seen recently that I think that everyone in the world should watch because oh, they've okay. changed my life. Cool. Um, both of these I've rated five stars on Letterboxd, which for me is actually a pretty yeah. You don't hand high those endorsement. Out. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of four and a half stars for me because mm-hmm. I always think, well, yeah. it could be a yeah. little better. Um, but these two, I feel confidently that they're perfect. Cool. So, and I'm going to go, so it's a top two, so I'm going to start with the second one, go to the first one, okay. you know how it works. Sure, yeah. So the second one is um, the Josie and the Pussycats movie. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Wow. It changed my life. Um, you know I'm a huge Riverdale fan, of obviously. Of course. Of course. This, you know, is not related to, like, they're, they're from Riverdale. Like, they talk, they say Riverdale in the movie because uh-huh. they're from, like, the town of Riverdale. But it's right. a different, it's kind of a different, and when sort did of an this alternate come out? sort of thing. Um, that's a great question. Let me look In the up. era of, like, like, Riverdale now? Okay. No, so no, no, pre- no, no. This was, this was a while okay, ago. 2001. Wow. It came out. Okay. And it, it, you can tell. It feels like uh-huh. it in the That's best great. way. Love that. Um, I don't even know what to say about it. It just, it's amazing. That, um, hang on, I have to Google her name. Do you, are you familiar with Rachel Lee Cook? Oh, sure. From yep. many a Hallmark movie? Yes, definitely. She's the main character. Yep. She's the titular Josie. Okay, cool. And she's awesome. 
a um, lot of really great acting in this film, mm-hmm. a lot of really great lines um, of dialogue, mm-hmm. a lot of really great songs. It's just, wow. It was not what I was expecting. Um, it was, it shattered all of my expectations. It was incredible. That's it was awesome. Amazing. I'm so excited. Um, I think everybody should watch it. Cool. And I think you'll all really enjoy it. Um, and then the top number one movie I've seen recently that had changed my life, and I think everyone should watch it, mm-hmm. is the Teen Wolf movie. Oh my gosh. I texted Love. you about yes. it. Um, I didn't want to watch this movie. My sister, <laughs> it was one of those sort of nights where my sister and I sat down to eat dinner, and uh-huh, we're like, well, we sure. put on a movie, and we sort of scrolled through for forever, forever and we couldn't pick anything. Who among us hasn't had that Who experience? Among us? And um, so eventually my sister just sort of wordlessly clicked on his team, and she's like, we're watching this. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. And okay. she's like, too bad we're watching this. Wow, I was wrong. Oh my um, gosh. Literally one of the best movies <laughs> I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, it was so, 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 so good. Uh-huh. I think, I know Styles from the TV show is yes. a fan favorite character, yes. but I yes. truly believe that the Styles from the movie is the superior Styles. Wow. I think he's awesome. Is he played awesome. by anyone I would recognize? I don't think so, just some okay. random guy. Cool. Love his that. name is Jerry Levine, which may be related to Adam. Adam Levine, Who knows? yeah. Um, yeah, again, I, I, there's nothing I can say about it other than it was literally one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's amazing. Um, lots of funny shenanigans, lots of crazy things that make you say, huh? What? <laughs> Why? And Michael J. Fox, Michael right? J. Fox. He's, famous short he's actor. The, he's Scott. Yeah, he's famous short actor. He's very short. He's very short. Um, there's a lot of basketball playing in this film. Right. And so, as you know, basketball players are typically they quite tall. They tend to tall, be tall. But yeah. he's very short, and he is playing basketball amongst a lot of tall that's, people. See, that's very funny. So that's fun. One of the um, funniest things you can have is a short yeah. guy next to tall guys. This movie, I think, has one of the best sort of, um, like, shocking reveals oh my of any movie I've ever wow. seen. Made me scream out loud. Um, I love the the climax of the movie, which is just sort of a bunch of people are playing basketball for literally like 15 minutes. <laughs> and there's like two different songs that play in yes. full because oh the scene is so long that they That's just have so to keep cool. playing songs. It's That's so, awesome. so, 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 so good. And I think everybody needs to watch it immediately. That's amazing. Yeah. I think you would really enjoy I, it. I do have to watch it. Yeah, it's just I'm kind really of only really... watching Hallmark Christmas movies at oh, this time yeah, in no, my life. Fair, but fair, fair, fair. It, I will get to it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great. Cool. Great list. Thank you. Um, on the third day of Wonka, little Timmy <laughs> gave to me three uh, deformed men oh. from literature. Okay. That specifically literature that has been adapted into a musical. Okay. And so these are the top three deformed men okay. from literature that has been adapted w- into a musical. One. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So number three, coming in third, is Quasimodo. Oh. Who would okay. be the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Sure. I like Quasimodo, who among us does not. Um, he's a nice guy. He rings those bells like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he had a very hard time. I have read the uh, Victor Hugo book that this musical, well, Disney movie, but it's also a musical with different songs, kind of, not really. Okay. Um, I read the book. I've seen the movie. I've seen the musical is okay. what my point is here. And I like it. Quasimodo is cool. But the reason he's third on this list is that everyone knows that the real star of this story is the like insane, evil Catholic priest. Okay. He has the awesome song. He's cool and he's evil and we hate him, but he does outshine Quasimodo. Yeah, I've never seen any of I've never seen that movie mm-hmm. I think because I think I was scared for some reason. It is a little it. scary. I don't know why. I it's just got definitely like, scared. I got frightened when I would think. But there about are it. the Catholic priest's song, Hellfire, is a song that you would love. Okay, cool. Um it's really, really good. I'll check it out. Um coming in at second is someone not many people I think recognize as a deformed man. Um I should have prefaced this by saying I've been really into deformed men okay. <laughs> recently that's, as like that's a That's a normal thing to as be a, um, in, I think. As a as like a genre yeah. of media and yeah. as I mean it's just really interesting and I think when you 
here, the second one, I think you'll agree with me that it's important and that he does count. Okay. Uh, so number two would be The Grinch. Oh. From The Grinch. Okay. Um, and so anyone who knows me knows I love The Grinch more than perhaps life itself. He is one of the most important things to me. Um, and I know a lot of you at home are saying, well, he's not deformed. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's just sort of um, ideas. But what I have to tell you is that the Grinch lives outside of Whoville. We, we can all agree on this. Yeah. He lives on Mount Crumpet, which is outside of Whoville. Right. Um, and one of the main things about the Grinch is that he's green. You go down to Whoville, none of those guys are green. Mm. They're other colors, but they're certainly not green. And in the, the new Grinch animated movie from 2018, which is one of my favorite movies mm. ever, the Grinch, it's revealed that he grew up in an orphanage right, in Whoville. This. And he's baby Grinch, and he's very sad, and he's very cute. But to me, what that means is that the Grinch is a who. Right. Right. He has the same shape, and he's taller, but he's like, otherwise looks just like a who. He's just green. And so probably what happened is his mother gave birth to him, and Mm. she's like, ew, what is this green baby? I don't want him. Send him to the orphanage. Right. Um, Which is a classic experience of a deformed man. Yeah. Um, so he is deformed. Oh. Um, and he is, you know, he's he's exiled from society because of no, the way definitely. he looks. And that's what causes him to have such a bad attitude during the holiday season, which of course he gets over right. through the power of love and Christmas. Right. Um, Can I just add, I want to throw something yeah, in really yeah. quickly. Um, I almost added this to my, I wanted to add this to my previous list of movies I think mm-hmm. everybody should watch, but I need to make a list of two rather than a list of three. Right, right. So I couldn't include it, but um, this is a recommended recommendation specifically for you, yes. Fiona. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen this movie. It's called Halloween is Grinch Night. I haven't seen it, but I saw you watch it on Letterboxd. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta okay. watch it. Um, I don't know why it's called Halloween is Grinch <laughs> Night. I don't think they say the word Halloween in the movie. Cool. It doesn't have anything to do cool. with Halloween, but it was a great movie and I think you would really, really, that sounds really love it. Really awesome. Yeah. I love all things Grinch. So you of definitely got to see that. It's pretty short too, so you can fit it. Cool. Can I can fit it right in. Squeeze it into an afternoon. Yeah, no problem. Um, and number one, best deformed man from literature that has been made into a musical. Um, if you've been around me in the past month and a half, yeah. you will not be surprised no. by this. Um, it's Eric. Yeah, Who's Eric? He's the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, of course he is. Um, Eric is the ultimate. That's Eric with a K, by the way. He's the ultimate deformed man. He is so so deformed. That. <laughs> and he's so sad about it, which is the, they're the two key things to being a deformed man, in my opinion. I've been really into Eric, all things Eric, recently, starting with the 25th anniversary uh, concert of The Phantom of the Opera starring Ramin Karimlu, who I did see on Broadway as Jean Valjean in Les Mis. Mm. Fun fact. Um, he's a great Eric, but the whole story of Eric is better, I think, accessed through the original novel, The Phantom of the Opera by Gaston LaRue, which is from, I think, like 1910. Mm-hmm. And what I've been reading recently, which is a book called Phantom by someone named Susan Kay. And it is Phantom of the Opera fan fiction about Eric's life. Okay. Um, and folks, Eric has had a really tough time. He has been through it. He, When he was born, his mother hated him um, because of the way that his face looked. Yeah. And the first piece of clothing she gave him was a mask to cover Sad. up his ugly, ugly face. I have a few important Eric facts to okay. share yeah, because sure. Eric is going to be coming up again in this. And I just want everyone to know okay. about Eric. Okay. Um, number one, he sleeps in a coffin. Cool. Um, this is in his home under the Paris Opera House, which he built. Um, he lives underground and he has like a guest room and a guest bathroom, but he sleeps in a coffin. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's the world's most talented ventriloquist. He can do anything. Cool. He can make his voice come from anywhere. And that's, that's awesome. just the way he is. So can Reggie from Riverdale that's in, awesome. in one episode. That's very cool. Yeah. 
Um, Eric is the best architect in the world. Cool. As I said, he designed the Paris Opera House and the underground home beneath it. Um, he's the world's best composer. He can do music like nobody else. Mm-hmm. He has a cat, a Persian cat, awesome. named Aisha, cool. which I think is a great name for a cat. Um, he's great at inventing. Um, he invents all sorts of crazy torture chambers and like weird little mirrors that turn around, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves fashion and is addicted to custom suits. There's a great time when he decides that he's going to live under the opera house where he's like, well, there's one thing I can't give up, and that's my custom-made suits. Even okay. if I live underground and no one's ever going to see me, I need to be wearing nice clothes for me. And I respect that. Um, and then, of course, the final Eric fact that is really important is that he looks like a skeleton. And that's really cool. People see him and they think he's, like, dead. Oh. And a skeleton. Interesting. Um, I've always seen him, and he just sort of looked like a regular guy with a mask on half of his face. Yeah. Well, yeah. The mask is obscuring the, perhaps the, the more skeleton skeletal part? Okay. features. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So Eric has taken over my life. Okay. And I love him, and he's my number one deformed man. Awesome. I'm so happy for you and for Thank Eric. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah. Okay. On the fourth day of Wonka, <laughs> <laughs> little Timmy gave to me four songs that didn't make the top ten on my original Wham! <laughs> ranking, but I feel are worth talking about anyways. Awesome. Some of these, you'll remember, I did shout out briefly yes. in the honorable uh-huh. mention section, but here I'm, getting, I'm giving them their own list. Cool. So number four is a song called Nothing Looks the Same in the Light. Okay. The song is all right. It has its moments. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of it is the sort of like upbeat piano interlude which reminds me of um the video game kirby's epic yarn okay which is a video game i played a lot as a child Mm -hmm. specifically i watched my sister play it because that's how i kind of consumed a lot of video games as i watched other people play them but um yeah it has a fun every time i hear like a fun upbeat piano interlude in a song it makes me think of that Mm -hmm. um game with its soundtrack so that's a fun song um, number three is The Edge of Heaven. Ooh. Not a lot I can say about this one. I don't. I like the beginning of it a lot. Mm-hmm. It kind of starts like, um, there's like a, <laughs> I don't know how I can do it without embarrassing myself, so I'm not going to, but it's just listen to it. It's got a fun beginning. Okay, cool. Um, and then number two is Club Tropicana, Trub, Club Tropicana, I don't know. Um, that sounds like a, like a Mario Kart like map it yeah it could in my opinion yeah or orange juice i would say yeah yeah just a fun song a lot of fun elements elements to it Um, i like the end where he just says cool over and over (laughs) again um and then number one is called ray of sunshine this is actually a great song i might even if i were to redo the first list i might even i might include it on there somewhere because it's 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 a lot better than i remembered it being um just a fun song <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a really good Worth song a listen okay yeah it's hard to talk about songs it is yeah um, it's just which it's is unfortunate because difficult... two more of my lists are about <laughs> songs but that's okay so anyways on the fifth day of wonka mm-hmm. little timmy gave to me five erics <laughs> oh my goodness um so this is a list of my top five erics okay i do have a special Shout out an honorable mention for an Eric that I just met last night. Okay, which was Eric in Animal Crossing. Um, I oh, am he's a the, the little. The, he's the a little moose. like reindeer moose. Yep. I am a Nintendo Switch gamer. Yeah. now, um, and I 
I Eric, it, he's moving to my island. Yeah, I had Eric on mine briefly. He's really he cute. He's out. wearing a cute little like winter coat, which yeah. I thought was nice. Um, so a big fan, but he didn't make it on the list. Okay. Um, number five best Eric is Eric um, from UNH. From Eric, our life. That yeah. we know. Um, Eric, I don't want you to be offended that you're only number five. It's just like it's a tough, tough category. Yeah. And it is an honor in and of itself to make it oh, into definitely. the top five. You made five. it over Eric from Animal Crossing. Right. And he's literally a little moose who wears a sweater. Right. So, and the like, other thing about Eric that we know is that I haven't seen him in a long time. No, and I, I don't either. know that he's putting in the work into like becoming yeah. the best Eric. and i mean to be to be quite fair he's certainly not listening to our podcast right so so i mean f- he should be lo- so lucky to have five right number five eric yeah, i agree um the number four eric is someone not everyone knows is named eric um that's the saluting emoji oh um, the two of us named him eric i at forgot one point. we did that yeah um and anyone who knows me who has ever texted me knows i love using the saluting it's emoji tr- it's true i throw him out everywhere he gets any occasion you can put the little saluting emoji in there and it makes everything better um i love him but since he's like not everyone knows he's eric he's sure. only number four yeah um my number three eric is the first eric with a K on this list, other than the honorable mention, Eric, who is Eric with a K, but this is Eric Northman from True Blood, um, who is played by Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. and he's a tall Scandinavian vampire. Um, he's a former Viking and current successful businessman, and I love him. Cool. Um, so, Eric, you're one of also one of my top vampires, so good job. Number two, this is going to shock everyone. Oh, okay. My second favorite Eric is Eric from Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, okay. And you might be shocked because I just went on and on and on about how much I love Eric, but you'll see why he's not number one in just a minute. Um, But one thing I have to say about Eric is that he picked out his own name. That's cool. He, like, because his mom didn't name him because she didn't love him. Yeah. And so at some point he just sort of took on the name Eric, which I think is a hilarious choice. Yeah, I wonder where he came For up someone with born in France. With that, yeah. It's not like really a French name. <laughs> no. But it's cool and I love it. Especially and not with a K at the Right, end. it's just weird, but yeah. I respect it. Um, and my number one Eric is another Eric that perhaps no one knows is named Eric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that would be the Grinch. Oh! Um... So everyone knows that the Grinch's last name is Grinch, right? Because they say Mr. Mr. Grinch, Grinch in the song. And you say Mr. Blank when, and then you say a person's <laughs> last name. So his last name is Grinch, um, which, of course, begs the question, what's his first name? And I was doing some research into this okay. the other day. Um, the Hollywood fake news media will try and tell you that his first name is Ethan. There's, like, several... Um, I mean, that's horrible. Like forum posts on the internet where someone's like, what is the Grinch's first name? And everyone's like, Ethan, no. it's from the extended, like the other movies about the Grinch, the which may include Grinch universe. the one you were talking about. But I don't, he's not an Ethan. No, God, but no. He is an Eric. I do agree that his first initial could be E. Yeah. It only, it stands for Eric. And I think this is Eric with a C. Okay. Um, yeah. I do have There's a couple. There's a C in Grinch. So right, it's exactly. Kind of... I have a couple reasons for why um, his name is Eric. It's because he has so much in common with Eric from Phantom of the Opera. Uh-huh. Um, not only are they both deformed mm-hmm. men, um, but they uh, live in caverns um, away from society, love inventing. There's yeah. nothing the Grinch loves more than inventing. They're, he's always like making weird springy stilts and things to grab stockings yeah, and ornaments. That's and true. then, of course, at the end of the new Grinch movie, he uses his inventions for good to help um, Cindy Lou Who's yeah. mom. Um, the Grinch has a dog, and Eric has a cat, so they both love pets. The Grinch loves to wear cute outfits. Mm-hmm. He wears his little Santa outfit. He wears pants, I imagine, <laughs> and so does Eric. 
Phantom of the Opera. He has, um, yeah, he wears his shorts yeah. in the yep. Grinch movie. Yeah, and everyone knows um, that in the new Grinch movie, the Grinch is always playing his organ. Yeah. He's composing. Oh, wow. Presumably. Huge. And that's what Eric Phantom of the Opera does. You're right. Um, so I, there's no other logical conclusion than to conclude that the Grinch's first name is Eric. Yeah. Eric Grinch. Yeah. Eric um, Grinch. So I'm proud to reveal that for the first time. And the Grinch ranks above Eric Phantom of the Opera on this list because um, it's just more exciting that mm-hmm. his name is Eric yeah. because no one knows. You you mentioned about when we were talking about Eric Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. You said he likes to build, I think, torture chambers, yeah, torture uh-huh. devices. I do want to throw out in um, Halloween is Grinch Night. The Grinch, oh my goodness, does own a sort of torture. There you have it, chamber folks. device that he did build. What could his name be other so, than Eric? Yeah. Um, so those are my top five Erics. Awesome. Thank you very much. Cool. On the sixth <laughs> day of Wonka, little Timmy gave to me six. Of the best mugs that I own. Oh, I like this one. I'm a mug collector. I don't know why. I don't use them mm-hmm. really for anything. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I like something about a mug with a weird phrase or image yeah. or something on it. Just it really, like it makes me, it makes me smile. Yeah. It makes me grin. So these are six of the best mugs I own. I own more mugs than this, but these are just the six I could actually find. That makes um, sense. I, I know I have other ones, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find them and therefore I couldn't remember right. um, what they were. So these are... These are the top six mugs I own that I could find last night. Cool. Number six is just sort of nice. It's like a nice yellow mug, and it has a beautiful um, picture of Tigger from Winnie oh, the Pooh. Oh, I love it. that. Love I love Tigger, Tigger from Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Number five, and this one's really interesting. This one is what I call my flounder mug. Ooh. And I have pictures that I'll show you mm-hmm. just so you understand. Yeah, I'm sure. Not, I, I'm just going to have to explain them to the, yeah, the listeners. That's but, good enough. So on one side, it has sort of a big image of a flounder. Okay. Right? Sure. Yeah. F- sort a of fish. Fine. A kind of fish. Yeah. A big, the, the flounder's the funny one that's flat and both of his eyes yes, are on the same side right. of his head. So our, already, just through that, it's already pretty funny. awesome. Yeah. On the other side, it says flounder. Oh, in written in sort of like a like a Comic Sans papyrus style font. Even. It might be papyrus, yeah. yeah. Um, so that takes it up a notch. That just is in really case, cool. Yeah, um, just in case you couldn't tell it was a flounder, you know for sure it is a flounder. Right. The thing that really makes it for me though is that on the bottom, oh, it has scratched into the mug. Oh my not goodness! Not just written, not just written on the mug. Uh huh. Scratched in to the ceramic is the word, the name Jack. Jack. <gasps> I, Jack, whoever Jack was, he loved this mug so much. He had to have he his name needed on it. To, he needed to make sure everybody knew it was his, and he couldn't do that in any in just any way. He needed to scratch it into the yeah. mug. So it was there it's permanently, permanent. yeah. and nobody could ever say this mug belongs to anybody else. I love that. Um, I wonder if he, I mean, what happened to Jack? Yeah, I don't know why he got rid of it. Like, Maybe he, why would you he's go moved all, on to the next world I, I guess. or whatever. That's really, that's really sad. Yeah. But you're taking good care of his mug. Yeah, I am. Um, it's And it's number five on this list. Cool. Number four is this mug that just has a really big <laughs> picture of a Webster's New World Dictionary and thesaurus. <laughs> I love on that. It. Oh my gosh! Right over, it's, yeah. It's, it's just like a photo. It's just literally yeah, a photo. That's really funny. It's just really like a big photo. It's kind of like a little bit blurry. Mm-hmm. It's very like orange. Like yeah. It's a very warm <laughs> tone photo. Um, that's I a think really it's good one. Awesome. I love it so much. Um, number. What am I on? Three. Yeah. Number three is this mug that I bought sort of recently. It has a picture of a mail truck on it, like Ooh. a post office truck, mm-hmm. and it says best mailman ever. Oh, I love that. Which I think is sweet. Um, I'm not a mailman, obviously. I wish I was. But um, this mug makes me feel like maybe I, maybe could, you could, maybe be. I could yeah. be. And maybe I could be the best one. Right, exactly. Aim so, high. 
Um, number two is uh, my Twister mug. Ooh. It's a mug that says Twister, and it has the Twister <gasps> dots That's very on nice. it. Yeah. I just love this mug. It's a classic. It's just really beautiful. I saw this mug at a thrift store once, and I almost bought it, and then I decided, no, better not. Um, and then I immediately regretted it, oh and I gosh, went back like went the next back. week, and it was still there. Wow. So I bought it, and That's it's now awesome. my second favorite mug that I own. And my favorite mug that I own is... <sighs> It's okay. So here, here's what it is. It's it's it got a, a drawing of the Niagara Falls on it. Okay. And there's a rainbow going over the Niagara Falls. The rainbow okay. only includes the color red, orange, yellow, and green. Though there's all no you blue need. or you purple. You don't need blue. You get the idea. Yeah. yeah. And above it, it says in two different fonts. There's two different fonts mm-hmm. here. It okay. says Grandma Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what that means That's I've googled so it I've googled grandma Niagara Falls before I've never been able maybe to find... it's like from a Niagara Falls gift shop and someone wanted to get something for their, for grandma, their grandma to remind them that's that they what were I, that's what grandma. I thought as well it's just it's a weird way to <laughs> kind of go about that I it's really a like weird that. way to design it's unique a mug. it's yeah. unique is interesting I've never seen anything like it before I probably will never see anything like and it again and the grandma I think it's important for the listeners to know is kind of a gothic it's a gothic font, font. and then Niagara Falls is just like Ariel or just something. A no- yeah, yeah exactly um very interesting it's, it's wow it's really maybe I'll put these on our uh, yeah we could post consider some. making a little collage of yeah. these on our our Instagram that we you know yeah have been whatever. updating frequently yeah. no we um, updated it last, last week, week with our new episode true 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 yeah, so those are the top six mugs that I own. Great I will mugs. be buying more. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm always buying more. I love mugs. Awesome. Yeah. On the seventh day of Wonka, <laughs> yeah, little Timmy gave to me my top seven Hallmark actors. Oh, okay. Um, now, I had considered doing my top seven Hallmark movies, but the field is too vast. Okay. And the truth is, I feel more strongly about Hallmark actors okay. than I do about the movies like if i see a certain person is in a movie then i'm gonna watch it right um so this was slightly easier i do have some requirements for this list because again it could have gotten out of hand um so these are actors who i know primarily from hallmark movies Mm -hmm. so it's not like chad michael murray is in some hallmark movies but he's not going to appear on this list even though i'm a huge fan because he's more famous for other things in my life he's not a hallmark Um, actor exactly and they also have to be actors who have been in what I believe to be a significant number Mm -hmm. of Hallmark movies. Because there's people who have only been in one, Mm -hmm. and I love that performance, but it's not like, they're not Hallmark actors, you know what I'm saying? So, number, oh, I do have two honorable mentions. Okay. Um, These are the funny name honorable mentions. Okay. So we have Travis Van Winkle. Cool. (laughs) Which is one of the most insane names I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And um, Christopher Palaha, and that's Christopher with a K. And those are two really cool names, and I do like these two guys, but they just didn't make the cut. Um, So my seventh favorite Hallmark actor is Allison Sweeney. Okay. Um, And this is kind of cheating, kind of breaking my own rules a little bit, because I do know her primarily from she was the host of Biggest Loser when that show was still on, but it's been a long time, and now she's mostly just a Hallmark actor, so that's why I feel okay putting her on this list. Um, Allison Sweeney is classic. She makes me feel festive. She always does a great job. Um, I have no complaints about her. Number six is Paul Campbell. Paul is like a sort of a rising star in my book. He he not only acts for Hallmark, he writes some uh, movies, and I the movies that he writes, yeah, are some of the best ones. Um, he does work as a team with someone else who's going to appear higher up on this list, so I'm not going to name the movies yet. Um, the only problem with Paul is I don't love the way he looks. Okay, um, he has kind of a like a weaselly face. <laughs> And he has bad hair. Okay. Um, so, But I still love him. I'll watch anything that he's in. But he doesn't have, like, 
the visual appeal of some of these other people. Okay. Number, why does that say three? This is number five. Yeah. <laughs> Brennan Elliott. Brennan Elliott. I'm Googling all these yeah. people, as you mentioned, just so I can Brennan, see. like Allison Sweeney, always gets the job done. Um, he always creates a festive and enjoyable atmosphere. You may know him from A Christmas Melody, starring and directed by Mariah Carey. Oh, wow. Which is one of the best Hallmark movies. Brennan, I just love him. He has some great black hair, mm-hmm. um, kind of a weird, craggy face. And I respect him, and I love him. Okay, number four is a new favorite as well. This is Tyler Hines. I recognize even this name. Um, so Tyler, this is kind of exciting. To me, he is the Colin Farrell of Wow. Oh my God, yeah. huge. Okay, so I can sort of see it. The I reasons sort of for it. this are that he's kind of weirdly short, which Colin Farrell isn't, but Colin Farrell has a little guy He feels attitude. like he should be, yeah. Um, Tyler Hines has a weird attitude. Um, and most importantly, he's undergone a transformation over the past couple of years. If mm. you had... If I had made this list uh, even a year ago, Tyler Hines would not have appeared on it because in the older movies, he has a bad look, a bad haircut. He's just not giving what he needs to be giving. But this year, he was in a film called Three Wise Men and a Baby, which is perhaps my favorite new Hallmark movie of the year so far. I saw that you watched this. And in this movie, Tyler Hines has a really fucking weird haircut where it's like kind of shaved over his ears and long on the top and like sort of an ombre from the ears to the top of his hair. And his character is like a gamer and he lives in his mom's basement that's awesome and there's a an amazing scene where he's in his mom's basement but we don't know it's his mom's basement yet and his mom is like aren't you coming over for dinner and he's like yeah mom just a minute and his like his room is a mess he's got pizza boxes and all kinds of shit and then he's just like okay i'm gonna come upstairs now Mm. and it's so funny that he just lives in his mom's basement and the ultimate thing that makes him the little colin farrell of hallmark is that he has a shaved slit in his eyebrow. Huge. Which Colin Farrell does not have, but little Colin Farrell has his little pierced ears, and to me, those are the same thing. Yeah. So, Tyler, I love you. I hope you keep this new look. If you go back, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Number three. This is a person who you know. Okay. Um, Alicia Witt. You yep. may know her as Kyle Dune's little sister yep. in Kyle Dune, David Lynch yep. Dune. Um, but to me, she's always been a Hallmark star. She's a ginger, which I love. Love seeing gingers on the TV. Um, she's not annoying like many of the women in Hallmark movies. Mm. Some of them have really bad vibes and I can't stand them and they make me want to turn the movie off. Alicia Witt never makes me feel that way. Um, she's in, she knows David Lynch, which is important. Mm-hmm. And she's in A Very Merry Mix-Up, which is one of my all-time favorites, and Christmas Tree Lane, which is another really, really good one. Love you, Alicia. Number two, another new favorite. This is Kimberly Sustad. Okay. Um, she is amazing. She's everything. She works with Paul Campbell. And together they wrote some of the best Hallmark movies there are, which are um, Christmas by Starlight and Three Wise Men and okay, a Baby. Okay. Um, Kimberly Sustad, I feel like she she just gets me. She looks like a normal person. Some mm-hmm. of these women, they look like they have crazy eyebrows and like their hair is too mm. like long and flowing and it freaks me out. But Kimberly, she's just a regular person and I love her. Um, when you look her up, it says she's a household name in Canada, which I think is really cool. Okay. Especially since... Uh, from what I can tell, she has never acted in anything other than Hallmark movies, yeah. which is the goal. Good for her. Love her. And she's also humble enough to appear in her own film as an extra. She wrote Three Wise Men and a Baby. Wow. And she has an uncredited appearance oh. as a doctor in the hospital, which Amazing. I think is so, so nice. She's also in two a series of movies that I think you would like, which are the... Nine Lives of Christmas and the Nine Kittens of Christmas. This is on, these are both on my list of yeah. movies I have to watch this so year. So those ones yeah. are really, really good. And, oh, she's also in the new one this year, Lights, Camera, Christmas, which is so, 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 I so good. I saw that you watched this, I broke too. my rule of not doing letterboxed written reviews I noticed this for well. this movie and, and that the floodgates then opened. But 
It's so good. It's everything. Yeah. Um, it should happen to me. I've been enjoying your your reviews. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and our number one best Hallmark actor will come as no surprise to anyone who knows anything about Hallmark movies. This is the undisputed king of Hallmark Christmas. It's Andrew Walker. Um, I think you should look him up. I need you to have a visual of him so okay. you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, Andrew Walker, I believe, was created in some sort of scientific Canadian lab to star in Hallmark movies. He has, like, the perfectly, like, benign face oh, and, like, yeah. chiseled features and hair that's always trimmed perfectly, and he's nice. And he just, you know what? He is Christmas to me. Okay. He's been in something like 19 Hallmark movies, wow. which is pretty impressive. And I will watch literally anything that he's in and enjoy it. Cool. So now I'm moving on to, let's see, this is on the eighth day of Christmas, Wonka, <laughs> little Timmy gave to me my top eight figure skaters. Oh, love this. this. Is not, I'm yeah. really excited. This isn't going to be like interesting yeah, <laughs> or okay. exciting because I don't have anything to really say about these people. The way that I determine my favorite skaters is usually based on just... I look at them and I feel warm and fuzzy inside. Sure, yeah. I don't like have any reason for why most of these mm-hmm. people are my favorites. And if you asked me to explain it, I genuinely couldn't. I would yeah. just say, well, yeah. I like them and I, they look nice. Right. That's all there needs to That's be. That's all there really needs yeah. to be. So I'm going to go through it. This is top eight figure skaters who are currently competing. So not including anybody who's retired. Okay. That would be too, that would be too much. Would be too much. Yeah. Um, singles only. So no pairs or ice dance. Okay. Except for one exception. Okay. Sorry. Cool. It's and all right. not from Russia because I've not been following Russia recently wow. because I don't I Brave. just I can't I can't anymore. Yeah. I can't I can't handle it anymore. Yeah. That's um that's that. And also first this has nothing to do with this list because this person is not on this list, but I want to set the record straight. I'm no longer a Nathan Chen hater. Oh, oh my um, goodness. I was never a Nathan Chen hater. I was kind of a Nathan Chen critic. Perhaps. Sure, sure. Um now that he's not competing anymore, I have for some reason okay. grown a newfound respect for cool. him. I think I just dis- discovered that I I don't know. I was complaining about like, oh, he's boring. Yeah. And whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, like, because the whole, like, the thing that people would complain about him is like, well, he has no artistry. He only does mm-hmm. jumps. And it's like, okay, well, I like the jumps. Yeah. Like, so I like there when you people go. do jumps yeah. that are cool. And he does that. Interesting. So I, I understand. He's still not like my favorite, but I, I don't like sure. I just wanted to set the record straight. Nathan, sure. if I you're get listening, it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I still think your outfits are, for the most part, pretty terrible. Yeah. But at a certain point, it kind of becomes your brand, and I right. can't really argue with it Right, so maybe he's doing it, it on anymore. purpose. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry. Okay, so number eight on this list is Yelim Kim from cool Korea. Name. She's one of the ones who I really, like, cannot for the life of me explain to you why I like her. Uh-huh. Um, she's just nice to watch. <laughs> cool. I don't know. I like watching her. She usually has really pretty outfits. Mm-hmm. She usually skates to, like, boring, like, classical songs, which mm-hmm. I don't really like, oh, yeah. but it works for her. Um, she just seems, she seems nice. Yeah. That's all there is. Um, number seven. I have all of these misnumbered, so this is going to be really confusing <laughs> for me. I think number number seven is Camden Polkinen. He's from the U.S. Just seems like a nice guy. He's got crazy eyebrows. He's oh, got I love a crazy eyebrow. Maybe the craziest eyebrows you've ever seen in your up. life. He's, like, really good, but he almost oh, – he just fucks up constantly. Um, so he's – I call him my flop fave because uh-huh. he's my fave <laughs> who tends to flop every time he touches the ice. What's his last name? I want to see these eyebrows. P-U-L-K-I-N-E-N. There he is. He's got awesome – he's got amazing eyebrows. Oh, my gosh. He has the most amazing eyebrows you've ever seen probably. They're, like, so arched and – right? They're, like, crazy. Those are really amazing eyebrows. I know. And he's just nice to watch. He did a Moulin Rouge once, which is huge. So he's my number seven. Cool. Um, number six. This is so. This is number six, number five, and number six because this is my one pair. Oh, okay. I don't watch pairs because I've decided I don't give a shit. But mm-hmm. I watch these two because okay. I love them so much. Their names are 
Riku Miyura and Ryuchi Kihara from Japan. Okay. They're just, they always seem so happy mm-hmm. to be there. Which nice. Means, which means a lot to me. Yeah. One thing I also love about them is she is so, so tiny. Oh. She's like so uh-huh. short. I should actually Google her height because I think she's probably like five feet tall. I love that. She is 4'9". Oh my gosh. Holy shit. She's 4'9". That is so um, short. She's so short. And th- one of the things about pair skating is, you know, it requires a lot of like one partner's yes. throwing the this other is partner what I across like. the rink That's or lifting like them see. up really yeah. high. And so it, you do have an advantage. You have to be a little You're person. really small. I love and that. they just are the extreme of that because she's so That's small. That's so fun. Every time they make it onto a podium, which is quite often because they're good, mm-hmm. he like picks her up Aww. and puts her on the podium because she's like too short to get up there it is so cute i love that i love them number i don't remember four i think (laughs) yeah i think four um yeah yes four her name is Miami Hara. She's a new find for me. Mm-hmm. I just discovered her this season because I, well, I didn't really watch any of the events that she was in mm-hmm. last season because she's from Japan and therefore did not compete in oh. <laughs> U.S. nationals, uh-huh. Russian nationals, or Europeans. <laughs> cool. um, so I didn't, and she didn't go to the Olympics or Worlds. Um, but she's just another one that's just really nice to watch. And I can't explain why I really like her, but I just really like her. Nice. And I always want her to, to do well. Um, number three is... <laughs> Ilya Malinin or Malinin. I always pronounce mm-hmm. his name wrong. He's from the U.S. He's like, I think just turned 18 yesterday. Oh my gosh. He is just like a crazy little, crazy little boy. Love um, that. He's the first person ever in the world and the only person ever in the world to land a quad axle. Jeez. Which Johnny referred to as the moon landing for figure <laughs> skaters. <laughs> That's so good. Um, and so he's just like awesome. Good he's, for him. Yeah. It's so insane. Nobody's ever done that before. Nobody else on earth can do mm-hmm. it. Um, people like to shit on him because they're like, all he does is jump and he doesn't do anything else. It's like, okay. I'd yeah, like but to he's see you do it. that. Yeah. He calls himself the quad god. Okay. <laughs> I mean, everybody likes to get on his case about that and be like, just be more humble. What's wrong no. with you? And I'm like. Can you tell the quad axle? No, I don't think so. Therefore, let the kid call himself the quad god. He has a little beanie that says quad (laughs) god on it that he always puts on. That's so funny. He's just fun. He's this season he's skating to so he's skating to I guess music from the TV show Euphoria Interesting. which I'm not a, I don't yeah, I'm not familiar yeah. but the music he skates to goes really hard. Cool. Um and I love I love watching it. He's just a weird little kid. He's a weirdo. He's a little weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um and I I love him. So he's my number 3. Nice. My number 2 is Kaori Sakamoto from Japan. Mhm. I don't know what to say about her. She's just amazing. She's perfect. I love her. She's the she's the greatest figure skater of all time. Yeah, I can't even cool. talk about it without like getting emotional. I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. I love her so much. She's awesome. She skates to like fun music, which a lot of uh-huh. people don't do. You got to do. That. Um so it's like it's different. She's just so in her own universe mm-hmm. in her own field she's doing things that no one else is doing and she's amazing awesome i love her she came in third at the olympics which was huge because uh-huh. no one everybody thought that russia was going to sweep the podium oh sure and yeah. due to right circumstances <laughs> that didn't happen um and so she came in third and nice. then she won the world championship and after she did that she like cut off all her hair and so now she has this cute little haircut <gasps> oh, and it's so fun i love a dramatic haircut it's so fun most of the ladies they have long hair and so they like pull it up in, right like, a really tight right. bun when they're skating but hers just like it just oh that's so it's short fun. so it just flies all love over the that. place and it's fun and it's cute and it's 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 sassy and it's awesome and i, <laughs> I love her she's awesome um, and then number one is my little boy. His name is Jun Wan Cha. He's from South Korea. Um, he's the greatest figure skater of all time. Oh, my gosh. He's perfect. 
I love him. He's doing um, for his like short program this year. He's doing Michael Jackson, which I wasn't. Oh, I was kind of interesting. Like, eh. But it is so it wow. It is so <laughs> fucking awesome. It is so good. And then for his free skate, he's doing a James Bond. Oh, sort of medley, that's very fun. Which is also that's awesome. So good. Yeah. It's huge. A lot of potential. There. I love him. He's got such a sweet little face. He's got funny little like kind of like K-pop boy hair. Oh yeah, which love. is just cute. Yeah, and his outfits. Very. Fun. Oh my god, his outfits. They're so good. It's everything you want. Mm -hmm. It's everything you want from a figure skater. Amazing. He's just the world's most perfect. um, That's so man. I'm so happy you have so many many friends. My new favorites. Yeah, I love them. Cool. So that's my list of my top eight. Was it eight? Yeah, that would have been eight. Eight. Yeah, figure skaters. There are others that I like, um, but those are those are my my dear dearest and closest friends in the figure skating world. Congrats. Thank you. All right. Okay. On the ninth day of Wonka, <laughs> mm-hmm. little Timmy gave to me. Um, these are my nine most coveted build a bears. <laughs> oh, you have nine build a bears. I didn't know. This well, about I don't you. have them. I oh, I covet them. You covet. I them. go on the website and I look right. at them and that's I long that, to have. You're them. right. That is what coveted means. Um, okay. I was gonna say that's. I feel like an awful lot of build a bears for someone to own. Right. I have. I have one. Yeah. I also have one. Um. But I would love to have more because yeah. they you know what the folks at build a bear they're doing a great job yeah um so number nine is the opossum he is just a funny little guy he's really cute <gasps> and i love him and Aww. i just he has a curly tail he, he has does. a cute little face i think possums are amazing animals I, they're just they just walk around they do that playing dead thing which i think is crazy it's true. they hold their babies on their backs Etc. Etc. That was one thing I was going to say. Is this should have like it should this build a bear should come with. They do. Babies. They they do make a little baby one. You have to get it separately. Oh I think, God. but it, it you can put it on its back, That's which awesome. is really cool. Number eight. Uh, this one's kind of a wild card because mm-hmm. it is Toothless from How to Train Your oh. Dragon, which is a movie I'm not a particular fan of. I've seen it mm-hmm. like once when it came out. I mm-hmm. liked it, but wow, this little black dragon is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my he whole life. He is very life. cute. He's shiny and soft, and he reminds me of my dog who died, Patty, rest in peace, like, years and years ago. But yeah. he's just really cute. I think he's funny. Yeah. Number seven is the longhorn cow. Longhorn um, cow. Okay. He yeah, reminds me of country music because of Texas. Oh, uh-huh. um, he has horns that are long. Um, he's just kind of cute. Number six is Richard. Who's Richard? That would be Bulbasaur. Um, cool. Richard is what I named my Bulbasaur when I was playing Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu oh, yes. on my Nintendo How's that Switch Lite Coral. Way? Well, here's the thing with that. Okay. I beat, like, I beat all the gyms. Uh-huh. This always happens to me with Pokemon is then I get bored. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god, Giovanni was the gym leader of wherever. Yeah, right. Crazy. Wow. I beat him. And then he, they're like, go to see the Elite Four. And I'm like, I don't really feel like it. Okay. I'm not interested in okay. that. Because um, the story's over. Um, I got all the little guys that I wanted. Maybe someday I'll go back to it, but I also got Animal Crossing. It's just really hard for me to, like, switch out the little, it is. like, things. I, I should have probably that. gotten Animal Crossing, like, Digitally. digital. But my sister was like, no, only ever get the physical ones, because what if, whatever. And I was like, okay, I, I trust you. You know more about gaming than I do. But I don't know. I probably should have, because then I, I could have had one in, and then I could have, you mm-hmm. know, I could have switched back and forth more mm-hmm. easily. But that's not the case. So, I mean, I love... I love Pokemon, but yeah, Richard, I was never a Bulbasaur head yeah, um, per se, but I am now. I'm a huge okay. Bulbasaur head. Cool. I don't know what it is, but I just love him. I love how he has red eyes. 
Um, does he have red eyes? He literally does. He does have red eyes. I love the way he's shaped. I think he's cute. Um, something I realized last night is, so last night I was thinking about how I was going to have to drive an hour and 15 minutes or so to get here and yeah. on the way home it would be in the dark something about me is that i always get really scared that my headlights oh. like aren't actually on even though they're on so last night when it was dark out i had to go outside and turn on my car and then stand in front of it to look at the headlights uh-huh. so tonight when i'm driving home and i look at it and i feel like it's not bright enough i can remember my memory from last night when they were on and right. convince myself that they are in fact on but when i was looking at the front of my car yesterday i was like wow that looks just like bulbasaur <laughs> um so that's really cool i'm thinking my car i might name it richard yeah and, and for context bulbasaur is named richard because <laughs> when i got him i had recently watched the talented mr ripley okay in which there's a character named dicky greenleaf and Bulbasaur, oh, of course, has a green leaf green on his leaves. back. Yeah. And I wanted to name him Dickie, but they wouldn't let me. That's so annoying. Because it's inappropriate, so he became Richard. But okay. I think Richard kind of suits him more anyway. Um, but the only reason Richard the Build-A-Bear is only number six on this list is because, to me, a Build-A-Bear ought to be, like, shaped so he could wear a little shirt. Mm. And the Richard Build-A-Bear is not. He, you could not put a little shirt on no. this guy, no matter how hard you tried. That's true. And to me, that kind of takes some of the fun out of the Build-A-Bear concept. Um, but I love him. And if he wasn't a Build-A-Bear, he'd be number one on my list always. Okay, cool. And now we're getting into the part of the list where it's all the Christmas-themed Build-A-Bears. Okay. Um, so number five is a guy called The Snowman. <laughs> I don't know who this is. He's only... Is he a snowman? He seems to only be available on the UK Build-A-Bear website, and I only discovered him because I got an Instagram ad, and I clicked on it, and for some reason it thought me it thought I was in England, okay. and it showed me this guy. He's a snowman. He's awesome. He has legs, though, made of snow and arms, and a little green hat and a little green scarf, and he must be from a book or a movie or something. Yeah. But when you search, like, the snowman, just Frosty the snowman comes up, and this is not Frosty. This no. is someone else much cuter. This is someone else. Um... I love him. I just don't know who he is. Okay. Number four is the baby Grinch oh Build-A-Bear. I have the grown-up Grinch Build-A-Bear, and I love him. I made him a sweater. He is my, one of my closest and dearest friends. But this is the baby Grinch. He's little. He is little. And he has a big head, and he's doing a cute little smile. And I think it would be nice to have a baby Grinch to go with oh, my big definitely. Grinch. Um, but, of course, when he's mini-sized, again, we have the problem of he can't wear the clothes. So that, that just makes it hard for me to really respect him but i do think he's really really cute yeah and also you can't the little mini build bears you can't actually build them is my understanding you can't okay you just buy them already stuffed okay. and let's admit it seeing the person put the stuffing in it is half the appeal here yeah. number three is the winter mouse oh. who is a new a new creature on the list um look how cute she is oh she has a body so she could wear shirts and pants and True. shoes um, but she's a little mouse. I love mice. About once a year, I convince myself that I need to have a mouse, and I need to own one, and I well, need to take it with me everywhere. If you want one, let me know, because there's one in my sister's pottery <gasps> studio right now. Oh, my gosh. And she doesn't know what to do with it. I so, love um, mice. Yeah. They are so cute. I think if I had one, my life would be better, but I also think I don't want to be cleaning out a cage. I don't want to sure. be dealing with oh, all that no. stuff. And Definitely. so maybe the Build-A-Bear mouse would be a, a cure to this obsession. Yeah, maybe that could work for you. Um, number two is unexpected he's the jolly jumps frog oh this is him oh he's dark green and he has polka dots of light green blue red and 
pink and purple on mm-hmm. him, almost like Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. He is so festive and so unique, and I really admire him. Cool. Um, I'd love to make him wear a little Christmas outfit. Absolutely. And number one is the reason I made this list, <laughs> um, because I have been obsessed with this Build-A-Bear since 2014. Okay. <laughs> they don't make him anymore, and he also doesn't look as great as he does in my memory. Like, in 2014, when I was a freshman in high school, I remember seeing him and, like, losing my fucking shit Uh because I wanted him. But no one would go to Build-A-Bear with me. Um, And, like, looking back, he's not as great as I thought he was. But the number one most coveted Build-A-Bear is 2014's Rudolph as he exists in my memory. Okay. Um, So this picture doesn't do him justice because in my mind, he looks much, much better than that. Okay. He still looks okay, but, like, not as good as I thought he was. Yeah. Um, but I've cared about him for so long, and he has little mini antlers, which is so cute because when Rudolph is a baby, he has little tiny antlers. Yeah. He has the red nose. He's a nice shade of brown. I love him, and I've loved him for seven years, eight years, mm-hmm. I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he's not real. You can't get him anymore, and even if you could, he doesn't look the way I thought he does in my head, which is much cuter than That's the way he actually so looks. Yeah. But he's still my number one. Love okay. you, Rudolph. Okay, um, sort of sticking with the Christmas theme that you had mm. going on at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 10th day of Wonka, mm-hmm. little Timmy gave to me my top 10 favorite Christmas songs. Love, so excited. Yeah, so this was pretty hard for me. Yeah. There's a lot of them I and I love so time. many of them. But I feel pretty good mm-hmm. about what I ended up with here. Let me make sure it is actually 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay, great. Cool. So number 10 is Feliz Navidad. Okay, interesting. Classic. Um, this song is one that, as a child, this was my favorite Christmas song okay. ever. Um, I was obsessed with all it. Right. I made my dad play it all the time, and he made up silly lyrics for it. Uh-huh, cute. Which were like, he would say, fleas on my dog instead <laughs> of Feliz Navidad. Hilarious. You know how dads are. So that was that one is, I still love it, but mm. it's mostly on here for the nostalgia factor sure. of it was my favorite one when I was a child. Nice. Number nine is Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. Okay. Now, I know this band is technic- technically called Eagles, but that's stupid, oh. and I ref- refuse that to call them stupid. that. They are the Eagles. Yeah. Um, I will not be convinced otherwise. Just a great song. Um, I used to like this song a lot more, mm-hmm. um, but I think I've listened to it so many times mm-hmm. that now I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. But it's still... Sure. It's still... I still love it enough to put it on my top ten list. So that's number nine. Number eight is Meli Kaliki Maka. Oh, sure. Yeah. Great song. Classic. By Bing Crosby. I have really great memories of this song um, because I remember one time my mom and my sister were like dancing to it in my living room while I was like building a fort on the couch (laughs) because I was too edgy and weird to do that that kind of thing. I needed to be doing something (laughs) weird and quirky. Um, But I love the song because of of that and also just because it's a good song. Yeah, it is Um, pretty good. I like it. Number... Seven, I think. These aren't numbered. Yes. They're just on a Spotify playlist, so I'm just kind of <laughs> guessing. Is Step Into Christmas by Elton John. This hmm. is... Have you heard this song? I don't think so. Wow. It's really good. Uh-huh. It, like, goes really, really... Like, it almost goes too hard okay. to the point where I didn't put it all the way up top because it's, like... Sometimes with a Christmas song, you kind of want it to be, like, nice and kind of yeah, yellow and right, calm. And right. this one is, like, it goes <laughs> insane. So it's a little cool. bit further down because of that. But it's just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, just makes me... It makes me think of of christmas time nice. which is what yeah. you want right um from a christmas song and i love elton john so number six is santa claus is coming to town by bruce springsteen mm-hmm. this is the one where he's singing yeah. it live and he goes crazy and he goes crazy yeah. there's that whole the the, in, the intro part yes. where he's talking about 
have you guys been good yeah. for Santa Claus? <laughs> and he's like, what time is it? Yeah. Oh, it's Christmas time. And it's awesome. Wow, he, sounds like, here? he sounds like he's like your drunk grandpa. Yes. Yeah. And he has, there's that part in the middle where one of, I think one of his bandmates keeps doing a Santa, like a ho, ho, yes. ho. Uh-huh. And he's laughing so hard he can't <laughs> sing. Yeah. Love um, that. It's so great. It's just delightful. It's one of the greatest Christmas songs ever. I would give anything to be in that room mm-hmm. while he was yeah. doing that. So that's my number. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Okay. Number, <laughs> number five is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. You have to have it. Yeah. You got to have it. This was my favorite it. Christmas song as like a teen. Yeah. Sure. I was like derangedly 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 psychotically obsessed (laughs) with this song uh to the point where i would like hurt myself while like (laughs) dancing to it in my room because i was yeah a normal um sort of person it's just a great song there's nothing i can say about it it's great everyone knows number four this one might be shocking. All I Want for Christmas is You by Michael Bublé. I agree. I fully 100% yeah, agree. It's, it's better. It's better. It's, it's a just hot better. take, but it's better. Yeah. It's so like, it's so full of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Just from those beginning piano notes, yes. I feel oh, like I'm going to so start good. sobbing. It's so good. It is so, so good. Michael Bublé is he's he the kills. king of he christmas he always does it right yeah he's the king of christmas pretty much ever i could have put every song yeah. from his album on this list but i just had to i had to be right, conservative right. um have to, i feel like i have to mention his cover of santa baby of course yeah, you've got it. um i love the song on that album that's just called i believe michael's christmas greeting which is just he goes like merry christmas yes. to me michael buble <laughs> and i love it every time great song it's like a three second song and it's not a song but it's on there and i love it i love you michael buble thank you so much for everything i can't wait you've for done his for special this year yeah, I hope he sings with Kermit again. I know, that was amazing. The was purple really, suit. That was really awesome. Yeah, he looked like the Joker. So that's my number four. Nice. Number five is... Number three. Number th- <laughs> three. Uh-huh, thank you, is I'll Be Home for Christmas by Sufjan Stevens. He's okay. my favorite singer. He's not, you know, this isn't one of like the classic Christmas songs that people know of because he's just sort of a weirdo, uh-huh, random right. indie singer. But he has... This dude's obsessed with Christmas. Cool. Good um, for him. And he has two Christmas albums that both have like, I don't even know how many. Let me check how many songs are on this one. This one has 58 songs oh my on God. it. And the, the other one has 42 songs on it. So mm. that's, I think if I'm doing the math correctly, that's 100 Christmas songs. That is, yeah. Right? I um, think so. That he's released. Some of these are covers of, you know, classics. Some of these are his own mm-hmm. sort of thing, but he's... Mm-hmm just sort of made up um, cool i love i love most of these songs the problem that i have with a lot of them being marketed as christmas songs is a lot of them don't like they either aren't about christmas uh-huh. or don't sound like christmas songs right. which is fine um i listen to them all year round right there but you if go. you want a christmas song then some of them are better for that and the one that i think is the best for that is his, his cover of i'll be home for christmas mm-hmm. nice. it's just really good it makes me it makes me feel the Christmas spirit deep nice. in my bones. Um, and I love it. Number two is All I Want for Christmas is You <laughs> by Vince Vance and the Valiants. Now, this has the same title as uh-huh. the other ones, but it's a different song. Right. It's a completely different song. Got a different tune, different yeah, lyrics, all yeah. that sort of thing. And it's just really, 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 really good. And that's my number two. And then my number one. Would you like to fancy guess? Um, would it be Last Christmas by Wayne? It would be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about it. You, yeah, you all you know it. You to. love it. Yeah. It's, the greatest christmas song of all time i don't want to hear anything cool. i don't want to hear anything different i noticed you didn't have the grinch rap on there i didn't have the grinch rap on here i almost put i considered putting 
you're a mean one, Mr. Yeah. Grinch on here, but it just didn't didn't have the room. It, it I just didn't have the room. Yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. I think you could argue maybe that it goes above fully snobby dad, mm-hmm. but I couldn't just because of how important it was to yeah. my youth. Um, All right, this is the list I worked the hardest. On. Okay, it was a long that's cool. a long process. My final list is the list I worked the least hard on. So. Um, on the eleventh day of Christmas, yeah, little Timmy gave to me. 11 reasons for Taylor to watch Pretty Little Liars, the oh original my series. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so I have I have a short statement to make okay. before the list. Um, previously, I went on the record, not on this show, saying that Taylor needed to watch Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, mm-hmm. which is the new HBO Max reboot of Pretty Little Liars created by your friend, Roberto Aguirre's My Possum. best friend, yeah. Um, and that you didn't, Taylor, need to watch the original Pretty Little Liars. Right, yeah, I remember this. I'm retracting that statement. Okay. 100% fully. You need to watch the original seven seasons, and these are the 11 reasons why. Okay. Number 11. Pretty Little... I have to stay calm. Number 11. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars is undeniably the foremost, like, forebearer of Riverdale. Okay. It is... It's like Riverdale's mom. Okay. Um, I was... As I said, I've been recently re-watching this, and because I had thoughts of Riverdale in my head from our podcast, it just, like, it's so... It's so insanely true. Um, most of the reasons on this list are connected to this fact, um, and I'll go into more specifics, but just in general, there are a lot of twins. There are at least three surprise siblings, which awesome. I know is like a great Riverdale oh, thing. God, yeah. People are constantly coming back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a heavily featured teacher-student relationship, which of course happens in the first Riverdale season, yeah. but mm-hmm. in Pretty Little Liars, they think it's good, Okay, which is interesting. That is really, It adds a little spice. Yeah, it's really interesting. Okay, number 10. Um, this show has some of the worst ap- outfits you will ever see in your whole entire life. It's like torture to watch them in a good way. Okay. Um, it was on for seven years, so it's really fun to see like how the character's fashion sense mm-hmm. transforms over that time, especially there's a five-year time oh. jump um, in the last season. So you see these characters throughout basically their whole entire lives. Okay. Um, and what's really fun is that the four main characters, so we have Arya, Spencer, Emily, and Hannah, and they're all different types like Arya is goth, Emily is is sports, um, Spencer's a nerd, and Hannah's like a fashionista, and they okay. all have their different styles, cool. and it's really insane, and they wear some of the most awful, awful things I've ever seen, Good. and I love seeing them. Okay, number nine. Pretty Little Liars does not have musical episodes like Riverdale, uh-huh. but it has what I call special occasion episodes, okay. which would be... Um, Halloween episodes, oh, Christmas great. episodes. Um, there's one film noir episode that takes place entirely inside a character's head. There's uh, one centered around an interpretive dance done by one of the girls from Dance Moms, which is really cool. Okay. And there's like a hoedown cowboy-themed episode, which is really, really cool. I do do have to say on the Halloween episodes, one of them in one season, they board the Halloween train. Um, which is a Halloween, everyone goes in costume to the Halloween train, and there's a surprise musical guest, and it's Adam Lambert. Oh. And he talks oh. to the characters. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is cool. Okay, everything about that was exciting to yeah. me. Yeah, um, the Halloween train. Not least train. of all, the idea of a Halloween train. Yeah, okay. Number eight, this is connected. It's the theme song. I noticed that Riverdale does not have a theme song. It's one of the worst things. You have it's to have It's one of the worst crimes, song. yeah. The Pretty Little Liars theme song is, if you remember, it was number seven on yeah, my theme song list. Um, and something even more fun about it that I had forgotten is that on the special episodes, like on the Halloween episodes, the theme song and the images that go along with it are different. They're oh. spooky and scary. Oh. And there's like evil laughter and there's blood and like lightning bolts. Cool. It's awesome. It's everything. It's life changing. It's so, so, so exciting. Number six. 
I don't know if this is a thing that still exists. It is the mid-season finale. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Riverdale, Riverdale probably is has to do yeah. that. Yeah. But it's like, these days, TV shows only have like 10 episodes in a season, except for right. maybe Riverdale. Right. And it's like, okay, I get it. But like, what if there were 26? And what if halfway yeah. through on the 13th episode, you had a mid-season finale and yeah. something absolutely fucking bonkers happened? What if halfway through happened? your season, Jughead died? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what happens on this show every single season. Something insane happens on the 13th episode. Cool. And then when they come back, it turns out to not be that insane, which is part right. of the fun. It's so, so great. I love a mid-season finale, and the best thing is, like, because I was watching, like, five or six episodes a day of this, and so you can sense, even without seeing, like, that this is episode 13, you just feel it when it's a mid-season finale because of the special, special Mm. atmosphere and vibes Mm. that are going on, and it's so, so great. Number five, um, A. I don't know if you know about A. Yeah, Um, But basically, the concept for our listeners of Pretty Little Liars is that there's these four friends, and their fifth friend, Allison, disappeared, and now they're suddenly getting texts from this person who only identifies themselves as A, and A is, like, very menacing and threatening and evil, and I just think you, Taylor, would love A. Okay. Um, A is, I have written a whole paragraph here. (laughs) Okay. An anonymous texter, prankster, and terrorist who's always um, blackmailing, torturing, and generally trying to ruin the lives of the four to five main characters. And A has been, over the seven seasons, like seven different people. Like A, the identity of A gets passed around. And you're always trying to guess who it is now. And it's so, so crazy. Um, Here's a brief list of the things that A has done. Had a projected a movie at a graveyard Mm -hmm. hacked into a fashion show nailed someone inside a box on the halloween train with the intent of throwing them off the moving halloween train buried multiple people alive steals one of the main character's eggs and fertilizes one and puts it inside another main character so they get pregnant implanted a secret note inside someone's tooth makes a formerly overweight character eat six cupcakes in public while football players bully and laugh at her and say oink oink cool um fills someone's car with bees um, drives into someone's house, locks someone in a coffin, and puts the coffin on a conveyor belt headed towards a rotating saw, organizes a flash mob in New York City, etc. Okay. Um, I just think that you and A have, you could get to know each other yeah. and have a great, great time. A couple of those things happen to Jughead. Yeah. Just Unsurprisingly. A, just, just an observation I made. Um, number four is the delightful cast of characters. Uh-huh. There are so many characters on this show, and they're Good. all fucking insane, and Good. I love them all. Um, I have a few examples. Mona is an evil genius hacker who's also like definitely insane but she used to be a nerd and so it's like a surprise that she's a hacker okay in like a cool way it's kind of complicated but she's awesome caleb rivers who's my favorite character in any tv show ever wow um he is also a hacker interestingly um he has the best and weirdest haircuts of all time um he's never done anything wrong in my opinion he's the jughead of this okay, show. Okay, cool. He's like a weirdo. He's weird. He wears you a weird hat. You have to have one. You have to have a Jughead. He lives inside the school, like in the vents oh. of the school at one point. Jughead lived in the school at one point. <laughs> love that. <laughs> um, yeah, Caleb is just everything to me. He's perfect and awesome, and I love him. Cool. Toby, when I first watched this, Toby was my favorite character, and I still love Toby, but Caleb has totally eclipsed him. But Toby, like, starts out, he also has some weird haircuts. He starts out as, like, a creepy kind of weirdo. Jughead. Um, but he turns into like a just a nice guy and he's a construction worker and then he's a cop and he absolutely cannot act his actor is like cool so bad cool love toby i had a there's this kid in my high school who was like i think he's in the military now and he was like a policeman whatever mm. but one day i found out that he loved toby from pretty little liars and one of the famous ships from pretty little liars is spencer and toby spoby okay and this kid xander had a shirt that said spoby forever <laughs> and it like it blew my fucking mind we love Toby, but not as much as we love Caleb. No. Um, also, the moms. 
Pretty Little Liars does something kind of similar to Riverdale mm-hmm. where the moms are like famous actors from older TV fun. shows. Yep. And the moms are all like totally incapable of doing anything right. And I love them. They're really funny. Um, and also Jenna, who is blind. She gets blinded in a, in a terrible accident. Okay. But I would say like half of her screen time is just her like walking around with her cane, like yeah. swinging back and forth in the glasses and like the ominous tapping of her cane and all the characters are like, they hate her and they get so freaked out. And it's okay. just so funny. Interesting. We love Jenna. Okay. Number three. Um, this show has the most unexpected dream sequence musical number of all time. Awesome. I don't know if I should, I think I have to say what it is. Okay. So you sort of understand. Okay. This happens in literally the second to last episode of the whole series. There's never been a musical number in the show before <laughs> this point. Okay. And they decide to pull it out. And so basically Aria who's one of the main characters, she has been in a relationship with her high school English teacher since she was 16, which is, of course, totally appropriate and fine and very romantic and everything. Um, And it's tomorrow is their wedding. And she's, like, really concerned because A is threatening to, like, sort of tell the police that she was with her teacher when she was a teenager. Yeah, probably. And probably he might get sent to jail. So she's, like, freaking out about that. They're about to get married. And so she has a dream that is in black and white. And Mona, the hacker... Arya's in in um, like jail clothes, and okay. so is her teacher Ezra. And Mona sings Jailhouse Rock to them. That's awesome. This it fucking happened, it happened in Riverdale. I have to <laughs> I have to say it happened in Riverdale. This they fucking did that. rocked my world. It was so unexpected. I lost my mind. Um, this whole series would be worth for the lead up to knowing that moment was coming. Alone. Yeah. Um, and no one talks about it after, which is cool. Yeah. Number two, I know that your favorite character from Riverdale is Betty. Of course, yeah. Spencer Hastings from Pretty Little Liars is Betty. Really? They are the same person. Cool. Um, Spencer has a surprise older brother who is also the older brother of someone else on the show. Spencer might as well have the serial killer gene. Literally, like, she, it's like the same thing where she's like, there's something in her family that is like fucking people up and they don't call it the serial killer gene, but it's like, it is. is. She's a detective. Okay. She's a genius. She's Uh really, really smart. She loves to say bitch in like a deadpan voice. (laughs) Yes! She hates her older sister, um, and is generally like a hot mess. And she has sort of the same style of clothing as Betty. Oh my god! Um, you would love Spencer. I love Spencer. Uh, it, it, it the the amount that they are the same person is is shocking and delightful. That's awesome. And the number one reason why you should watch Pretty Little Liars is the use of the word bitches. <laughs> um, I have some examples. It's probably the number one most common word used in the show. Okay. A is always calling people bitches, but also Spencer has some great bitch quotes. Here are a few of them. A texts the girls, the truth won't set you free, bitches. I'm going to bury you with it. Mm-hmm. A writes in Christmas lights in the Christmas episode, Merry Christmas, bitches. Um, a writes on a therapist's wall, nosy bitches die. <sighs> Um, a sends a text that says, buckle up, bitches. Nothing is as it seems. Uh-huh. A puts a note inside a fortune cookie okay. that says, lions and tigers and bitches, oh my. There's <laughs> no place like homecoming. See you there. Um, and then when Hannah almost drowns, a- <laughs> this one is crazy. A sends her a text that says, no fun chugging lake, wa- lake water, is it? Choke on this, bitch. Oh <laughs> and then Spencer, um, as I said, she loves saying bitch. Yeah. She says about Jenna, because like Jenna, who's blind, is also maybe not blind. Okay. Much like the Ducalion in Teen Wolf, Jenna isn't always blind. Okay. Um, but no one knows, and she's always wearing her dark glasses, but there's like this big reveal when they find out Jenna can see, and Spencer says, bitch can see, <laughs> and it's awesome. And then my favorite- I can hear that in Betty Cooper's yeah. voice. I can hear it. My favorite bitch quote from Pretty Little Liars actually happens two times. The first time it is on 
You know, like when you're at a train station and they have those long screens with the scrolling yeah, 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 yeah. words on them. And then also there's a scene where it says this sentence on a, um, like a, outside like a, like a Best Buy, like a mom and pop version of Best Buy. And okay. they have TVs in the window. And one of the TVs says, act normal, bitches. <laughs> Which act is the funniest bitches. sentence I've ever heard in my life. And I keep thinking about it. And I think it's my new catchphrase. Cool. And I think, um... It's awesome, and I think you need to watch Pretty Little yeah, Liars. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would love to. It sounds based on it's that right list, up based your on alley. how many things that you just mentioned <laughs> that literally happened on Riverdale. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, it's I would unbelievable. Say I probably should watch it. And there's so many twists and turns, big reveals, I love, I things love you that. didn't see coming. I love that. The final 30 minutes of the show is like potentially the most insane thing that has ever happened awesome. on TV. Okay, cool. So, wow, that's amazing. There you have it. Yeah, I would love to. I'll. I'll. I'll I. Yeah cool i'm in a big movie um, yeah it's kind of phase of my life yeah. right now where i haven't watched an episode of a tv show since riverdale went on hiatus yeah but um maybe, maybe this, i need to make this could break you out of life. your slump maybe this could fix me and yeah. i would love to hear from you as you're watching it because yeah. it's i mean i hadn't watched it since i was in i think it ended in 2017 uh-huh. so since i was a junior in high school that's how your riverdale started so literally a, like crazy a, passing yeah up that the would torch make sense must have happened um and it was insane to watch it again yeah no complaints cool all right. Well, I'm on board. Cool. Great. Okay. Um, well, this is kind of unfortunate because my final list is really not that interesting <laughs> uh, at all. And it's, I just couldn't think of 12. I couldn't think of another thing. Uh-huh. To make, so I picked the one where I needed to come up with the most things. Mm-hmm. And I just did my top 12 Spotify wrapped songs. Okay. Love. I was thinking of bringing my Spotify out. wrapped into this. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, so I need, I have a bone to pick. I have a lot of bones uh-huh. to pick with Spotify wrapped, mm-hmm. not least of all the fact that the way they collect data makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Why do you stop collecting data in October? Yeah. Why do you completely right. disregard everything that happens in November and December? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It makes me really mad, but I can't not I can't not be obsessed with yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with myself, and so it's having so, this so sort interesting of and awesome mirror yeah. world into my, you know, my yeah. psyche, I can't, I can't look it's away. It's so cool. Um, and the other bone I have to pick with Spotify Wrapped is perhaps the largest, the largest bone I've ever mm-hmm. had to pick oh with my anything gosh. in my life, and it's the fact that, for some reason, Spotify Wrapped did not include any songs from the zombies original what? soundtrack now what listen the fuck? i also use last fm which is basically mm-hmm. just an app that keeps track right. of all the music you listen to if i go in to last fm right now and i tell it to go from the time that so i'm, I'm not even doing like from this time last year to this time this year because mm-hmm. i know spotify doesn't work that way right. I, I put in exactly from like the day it stopped counting to the day it started counting. Mm-hmm. My third most listened to song mm-hmm. is Exceptional Zed from <laughs> Zombies 3. Yeah. Do you know what doesn't appear on this? Is it Exceptional Zed? It's Exceptional Zed. And also all of the other songs from Disney Zombies. That is so weird. So this is They're not, silencing you. They are, they are silencing me. We need to cancel That's Spotify really, really for weird. being zombie phobic. Yeah. But, like, and this is not a, a case of I listen to these songs during, like, November and December yeah, exclusively. Yeah. No. These huh. were, like, my songs of the summer. Right. I yeah. listened to these constantly. That is so weird. And the fact that they just don't appear. That's so annoying. There's something afoot. There's yeah. something strange going on here. It's not right. That we as a society need yeah. to talk about. Yeah. And we need to bring attention to wow. it. And we need to, we need to hold Spotify accountable. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, these are the top 12 songs that Spotify 
supposedly thinks are my top 12 songs mm-hmm. um, and take that with a grain of salt because yeah. clearly it's not accurate right. okay and i think this is a pretty good sort of overall view into what uh-huh. my year looked like cool. again aside from the blatant the zombies. missing yeah. zombies songs um this is it's a pretty good spread of kind nice, of, nice. Of kind of what was happening so number 12 was misery by maroon 5 love yes <laughs> um huge honestly kind of surprised it isn't higher because there were a couple of days where i listened to nothing but that's so awesome five um but that is number 12 which is awesome um wouldn't have it any other way number 11 is no one lives forever by oingo boingo i had a huge oingo boingo (laughs) moment kind of throughout this entire year um there's a lot of oingo boingo on this list this is the one that made it the highest um so shout out to oingo boingo Number 10 is Stupid Love from Riverdale. (laughs) This is where um, Cheryl Blossom is singing Stupid Love by Lady Gaga at a football game. She's wearing like a full red tracksuit, kind of a um, Seuss Hilvester moment. She's crushing it. I think it's better than the original. Nice. Which I think probably objectively is untrue, (laughs) but to me it's true. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I don't care. Yeah. Number nine is Thriller, Heads Will Roll from Glee. Yeah, of course. Honestly, again, surprised. <laughs> um, I think if it had counted October, it would have been higher. I listened to uh-huh. this a lot in October, That makes sense, obviously. yeah. Um, but it's as it stands, it's number, I don't even remember, nine? Are we on nine? Yeah, I think you said nine. All right, great. Number eight is a song called Vampire by a band called The Orion Experience. The only reason oh I my know God. this song is... Taylor, they're canceled. Are they canceled? I just saw this this they're morning. They're canceled? Yeah. Oh my God, why, why are they canceled? <laughs> um, the main guy was like he was sending some maybe not so good messages to maybe like 12 year olds oh no okay well that's terrible um yeah sorry i don't know anything about the band and i refuse to take any responsibility for yeah, this absolutely. placement because yeah. i didn't know that and also i'm not i'm not the band the only reason i know this song is because someone made a riverdale amv to it oh cool and it was awesome nice. okay uh well anyways that's crazy sorry, yeah no that's okay it's a good song though I yeah stand by it that's the, that's the i literally i happened to see a video about that on that's TikTok this so morning. insane yeah. yeah i had never heard of them before um, well, whatever. The yeah. AMV goes hard, so <laughs> sorry. It was a Veronica, which fits because there was a comic. Uh-huh. In one of the comics, she was a vampire. Oh, cool. I love that. It's, cool. it's a very well-made uh, well-made video. So that's, oh, God, what number was that? What? I think that was eight. Yeah, okay. Number seven is a song called Living Dead by Marina. This one isn't, like, funny to talk about. Yeah. It's just a really good song. A lot of zombie kind of yeah, vampire things yeah, going on here. Uh, yeah, it's true. Um, number... Six? Is it six? Yeah. Six. Is Beautiful from the Heather's musical episode of Riverdale. Cool. This is one of the greatest songs ever. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I can't believe, this is my highest, no, it's my second highest ranking Riverdale song of the year, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Um, but it's a great song. It's a very Kevin, uh, gay, oh, Kevin gay Kevin sort of yes, prominent number. Also, Reggie has a lot of really good cool. moments. He has a lot of like, just like single lines. He'll pop in mm-hmm. for a second and he'll say something nice. crazy like, why do I act like such a creep <laughs> in his weird like New York accent sort of thing? I love Reggie. Um, I miss him. What is the other thing he says in this? Why do I act like such a creep? <laughs> You're gonna die at 3 p.m. You're gonna die at 3 p.m. Um, he just does a great job in the song. It's a really, it's just a really good song. Um, okay, number five is Four Minutes from Glee. Of course, yeah. I listened to this song so many times <laughs> this year. It's a little bit scary. It's it's a really good song it's a really 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 good song okay and now from number number four through three are all songs by grimes they're all okay. from the same grimes album <laughs> all right kind of absurd to me that these are 
my top yeah two three and four song mm-hmm. i think i just listened to them so many times like in january uh-huh, sure. i had a moment for some reason like the first two days of the year mm-hmm. i listened to nothing but grimes cool and it apparently made such a lasting impact <laughs> that they are the second third and fourth crazy yeah highest song and those songs are pin reality and belly of the beat oh good songs cool. good songs and then my number one song for the second year in a row. Oh my goodness. Is just another day from the next to normal Riverdale episode. <laughs> That's so insane. Year two. Um, <laughs> year two. I'm hoping I can make it three. Did it tell you how many times? I you... think only 75. Oh. Which isn't that many. Yeah. Last year I listened to it over 100 times. <laughs> and last year it came out literally like two weeks before like <laughs> That's Spotify so crazy. came out. So. <laughs> I love this song. That's amazing. I love this song. I love this song. I think it's, it's really my, interesting. I, it has to be my most like listened to song kind of, of, of ever. All time yeah. At this point. Um, that's why. And that's, 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 that's a great it. list. I'm surprised there wasn't more Glee. I'm honestly surprised too. If you go through the rest of the list, it's, it's very yeah, makes Glee sense. heavy. It's incredibly Glee heavy. Um, I think I counted and it was like a lot. Um, Impressive. So there's a, there's a lot of Glee on here. Nice. But yeah, that's um. Those were my top twelve songs of the year, minus those exceptional are really good. Zed. Yeah, right. And probably, honestly, I think there would probably be like three <laughs> zombie songs in the top twelve. Yeah. So, cool. So congrats. Thank you. Wow, those were some great lists. Yeah, and that was a really successful twelve days of Wonka. Twelve days of Wonka. Um, I'm really. I'm I'm really looking forward to this year and what it brings oh us. Oh my god, there's going to be so much Wonka news. A lot of Wonka news. I was seeing on Twitter this morning. Um, I just popped on real quick mm-hmm. just to see what was going on. I follow mm-hmm. like eight people, yeah. but I have to see what they're doing. Right. And one of those is the Wonka news yeah. Twitter. And they retweeted some sort of, it was like a, someone was going to like a screening <gasps> test for oh it or my something. God. And it said in order to go, you had to bring a child age seven to 15. <laughs> you weren't allowed to get in unless you had That's a child so with you. That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Um, so. I mean, imagine when the first Wonka trailer comes out. Oh my God. I mean, it must be pretty soon. It you has think to be it's soon. only a year away. Yeah. If they're doing screening tests, yeah. it has to be. That's crazy. Pretty soon. So. This might be the best year of my life because every day. I'm I'll be so, thinking oh of Wonka. God. I know. I'm so excited. I can't wait until we get to see it's it. It's going to be amazing. We're it's going to change my life. I know. It's, it is. It literally is. <sighs> wow. Yeah, so we hope you guys are as excited as yeah. we are. We hope better that be. um, you know, our twelve days of Wonka, um, yeah, spectacular, got you in the mood in the Wonka, Wonka, the Wonka mood, Wonk- Mary Wonka miss, happy, yeah, exactly, etc. Happy, happy Wonka days. Yeah, <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> Thanks. Um, oh, also, uh, just because we didn't do what's happening. Oh yeah, there's a Wonka Watch podcast. Yeah, see, that someone made that exists. My number one list. The other one I was thinking of doing was the number one Wonka Watch podcast, yeah. and so I could do ours and mention that there's another one yeah. called Wonka Watch. Um, that has existed longer than our right, podcast, I'm not really which sure is what's fucking bullshit. There. Um, I think they stole that idea from us. Probably. I'm offended by it. I'm pissed off about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't just, listen. To don't that listen to podcast. that podcast. Listen to our Please. podcast exclusively because we update every week. Obviously, yeah, every single week. We never, fail. we never keep you hanging ever. Yeah. 
So yeah, well, thank you guys um, for listening. Yeah, thank you for participating in the Wonka season with us. Yeah, um, if you have send us, you know, um, your twelve days of Wonka. Yeah, we'd love to hear about what you're doing to celebrate this Wonka season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all that sort of sort of sort of things, all that sort of things, all that sort of things, and um, more and more. We will see you we'll next see week. See you next time. Next week. Next week. On the dot. On the dot next week. Exactly. Although, no, we were doing, weren't we doing every other week for a while? Yeah. You so can also it. email us. We still have our email. That's true. That is, um, we keep getting a lot pod. of emails from some guy from, yeah. I don't even <laughs> like know. Like Brett from, he wants from to, Podcast he Nation. He wants to or make our podcast the number one podcast. Yeah. I mean, so do we. He wants but to give us the top badge. I don't know if he has the power to do that. Yeah, you I don't know? Really know. So, what whatever. Sort of deal is. But you can email us, talkytalkypod yeah. at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. If you want to offer us some sort of special badge. Yeah, go for it. We yeah. love badges. We do. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. I don't even know. I guess follow our Instagram and our Twitter. We don't really. Yeah, maybe we'll post. Um, Only one of us has a Twitter episode. anymore, and it's me. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how to follow us both on Letterboxd. I want more friends. Oh my god, yeah. My Letterboxd name is I think it's Taylor Head. I think my name is Taylor Head. (laughs) That's a really good one. one. Mine is I think Fiona offline as opposed to online. Mm -hmm. Um and you can see all my Hallmark movies that I'm watching. No, I would say Letterboxd is my top social media. It's so fun. It's It's so fun thing I check anymore. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Talkie, 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 talkie. <laughs>